Welcome to another episode of Stress, Depressed, and Anxious with your host, Local Neighborhood Baby. I am so pleased to be back here with all of you, and I'm excited to talk about the topic today, uh, which is not being liked by my family. Before I get into that, I just want to thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. If you're brand new here, welcome. This is a safe space and you're not alone. I'm just going to go ahead and dive right in. So not being liked by my family. And when I say not being liked, I really just mean like my personality. Um, That's... Just not being personally liked, you know, from a very young age. And I just kind of want to tell you guys my perception and how that's affected me and where I am now with it. I think now is a good time in my life to talk about this and to kind of get it off my chest. Going down the line, um, you know, with my nuclear family, my dad is up first. If you listen to any episodes of this podcast, you might have come across uh, me talking about my relationship with my dad growing up and the fact that it's completely non-existent now and it has been for years. I've had a lot of ups and downs with him. It's been like a pendulum swing of feeling like you were special and liked to feeling like absolute shit and I think that really fucked with me in a lot of ways to say the least um that said yeah when I was younger I spent a lot of time just really feeling loved and appreciated by my dad just having those daddy's girl vibes uh getting a lot of affection and a lot of attention and being babied and just being treated really nicely to be honest um however there was there was plenty of times when that wasn't the case and I know that some of you might be thinking like hey like that's pretty standard with a lot of parents just in general you know sometimes treating their children great and sometimes treating their children not so great but it was like such a vast swing I've talked about this before too but My parents' relationship was not the best. Foundationally, it was fucked to begin with and doomed from the start. And how that applies to me is that there was a period of time where quite literally uh, my dad kind of saw me as a person that he could take out his marital frustrations on that kind of sounds gross but like what I mean by that is he wouldn't be getting along with my mom and then she would go to work or something and maybe I'd be coming home from school and he would tell me about their disagreement and then proceed to just completely bash my mom to me But not only would he bash her to me, he would tell me that I looked exactly like her and that I am exactly like her. And he would just tell me all the ways in which we were alike and how much I sucked as a person. Of course, being like at the time, a preteen, teenager, what have you, I felt the need to defend myself, defend my mom. Lots of times... My mom knew that this was going on and she would tell me not to answer him, you know, just to like let him rant and rave, not to say anything. 
And I really tried that, but it was really impossible because he was like demanding that I answer and goading me to talk and like just wanted to have that argument and have it out with me, mainly because I think it was a way for him to get his frustrations out. Now, I know my mom and him argued and such, and I don't know why he felt so compelled to also take that take things out on me but that's just the way the cookie crumbled he specifically did this with me um so often and it got to the point you guys where when I was coming off of the school bus to walk home I would just have to like there were so many times I would walk so slow the bus stop was not far from where I lived obviously but I would walk so slow and I would just take my time and then take a deep breath before I got in. And I just knew that it was going to be some shit and it just really fucking sucked. And that continued for a long time. And I just felt very hated by him and just very disliked by him in general um, through his dislike for my mom. And so that was that. Again, when I was like, younger than that like little and stuff like that there was plenty of times where he was really nice to me and all of these things um but then yeah I mean as things it, it almost was a mirror like as things got worse between he and my mother it's like he just completely ticked down on me and it was so unfortunate and I got criticized a lot and taken down to a lot and told that like I wasn't good enough in so many ways um whenever I asked for help with something that I was struggling with he would just end up telling me how stupid I was if I didn't get it on the first try he had zero patience to show anyone how to do anything let alone me he just didn't seem to believe in me at all and it just really sucked and it was very, the fucked up part about it was that it would, again, it would probably be easier to di digest if it was very straightforward, like I fucking hate you and that was all it was. But actually having the mix of these snatches of like funny moments and like good moments and like sometimes being appreciated really actually made it way worse because I just never knew what to expect from him I didn't know like what was coming next I just walked around with this feeling of constant dread was I gonna be berated over something was I gonna be yelled at over something was I gonna be you know borderline harassed <laughs> if you will in the house or was it gonna be was he gonna be nice to me and talk to me like I was just his you know, baby daughter and like, just, you know, it was the moon and the stars for a second. We just never knew what was going to happen next a lot of the times. And so I just felt like I was in a lot of ways walking on eggshells. And I think it might've contributed to my borderline personality disorder. You guys can look that up if you don't know what it is. I have a whole episode about it. Um, but I did watch a video online once, like a psychology-based video, and they were, you know, kind of talking about examples of how this can develop. And they were showing like a depiction of, you know, a parent who does exactly what I'm talking about, like sometimes is like, hey, you're, you know, giving the kid attention and being nice to them and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden, you know, whatever reason, one little thing, and then they'll be like get away from me I don't want anything to do with you you know and just not treating you nice like that back and forth can sometimes be the at the root of borderline personality disorder don't quote me on that I just watched a video online you can't believe everything online and um whatnot but I saw that and I was like it resonates it just does and so that's really why I just felt disliked by him. It was very confusing. It's still very confusing now, um, even to talk about it out loud because it was just so, sometimes I feel like he might have appreciated me as a person if he, A, took the time to get to know me, B, like didn't quite me to my mom 
and decide to take all that stuff out on me, I a lot of times just end up with the feeling of like, you know, maybe if he would have taken that time to just see me as an individual, he might've liked me, especially because I often feel like some of my creative, more artistic traits, which is at like the center of my personality in a lot of ways, um, was something that I saw that he was like, you know, interested in as a person himself and he was good at so many things in that in that sector of like artistry and just like he was he was just so good at that stuff and I felt like I I still feel like me if he would have got to know me he might have liked me a little bit more or whatever but like he just didn't and so just felt very disliked by him even up to the end and by the end I mean when I was like 25 or 24 25 when he separated from my mom and like never looked back never talked to as far as I know any of my siblings let alone me since then just completely full cut off um yeah like I even in the end he I feel like he blamed the whole thing on me and just it, it was just so so fucked up but yeah I felt very disliked by him moving right along down the train of my main family my mom oh my god my mom um she was so unbelievably critical of me you guys like so critical of me so judgmental and just didn't seem to like me as a person at all whatsoever till this day when I was a kid you know when you're a kid you're just kind of figuring yourself out right like you're born and you have this personality that you're gonna come into and like you know there's something at the essence of you that just makes you you even if it's you know even babies have personalities of their own right but at the end of the day, when you're a kid, you're just kind of exploring and trying to figure stuff out. And that's what I was doing. It's very curious. It was very like, you know, um, just, I, I don't know. I was very curious and wanting to figure myself out and wanting to experiment and all these different things. And to give you guys an example, there's a lot of things about my mom that like, she just really was, I don't know if this was like superficial confidence that she had about certain things that like she attached to her self-worth, but it it was almost narcissistic. And I'm not going to say that she is a narcissist. I don't think that she has all the traits that maybe would make her a narcissist. And I also would hate to just diagnose someone with something that may or may not be true. I don't, I don't believe she's a narcissist. However, there were some narcissistic traits for sure. One such thing was fashion, you guys, fashion. Um, she loved to dress up. She loved to look good, which is great. Um, she spent a lot of time shopping. She was kind of a shopaholic. She loved buying clothes and just having a closet that was filled to the brim and just like Whatever she thought was hot was hot and that's what she was wearing and whatever. And I would watch her as a little girl, like I would watch her get ready and like do her makeup and her hair and like, you know, she just had it going on. And I was like, oh, you know, that's cool. And she would buy me all these clothes and dress me up and all these things. And like people would say to me like, oh, you're so pretty. Da, 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 da. And they would say, you know, they would give my mom all these compliments about the outfits that she would choose for me. And, you know, I think she really liked that. And at the time for a while, I actually thought that like, you know, her saying like, oh, you look so cute, you look so pretty might've been about me and might've like, you know, it made me feel good, right? However, once I got to the point of like being able to, you know, as a little girl, like try to put together my own outfits. Mind you, the only outfits that you have as a child is like the things that, you know, are bought for you, like the things that she bought for me. 
And so I would just, you know, put my little outfits together and whatnot. And if she didn't pick it, or if it wasn't like a brand new thing that she bought for me that she's like obviously gonna wear or whatever, um, because she wanted me to wear it because she wants to have people compliment her on it. If it was just like something that I decided to wear that she didn't choose for me, she had so much to say, you guys. She would make me feel like absolute fucking shit about whatever it was that I was wearing. She was like, constantly like, oh, it doesn't look good. You have no sense of style. You have no sense of fashion. You don't know what you're doing. You're just no, 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 no good. Which made me feel like absolute shit, obviously. And she... Yeah, if it wasn't if it wasn't her picking it, she would just tell me I look like shit. And it didn't that didn't change as I got older. As I went into teenage, you know, years, she just got more and more critical and it just she would the the most embarrassing thing about it is she would tell like what she would say to other people around us. You know, my house was full cuz my mom took in everybody. She took in my older cousin um you know she took in younger cousins my younger two younger cousins two boys who you know with their mom and with their dad she had like so many different family members that at various times came to live with us she had you know my god brother like you know her godson come to live with us for years and like all this shit right and with my older cousin who was living with us um who as when I was a uh, preteen she was in high school so like think like you know from 11 12 she's in like high school or whatever and she would just like with my older cousin she would give her clothes from her closet like my mom would give her clothes from her closet and be like oh this would look so great on you she would compliment my cousin's style she would tell her that she looked amazing looked great whatever the case may be and was just like, oh, she's great sense of style. Um, with my little sister, obviously she dressed my little sister too, but even as my sister got older, she never questioned her style, not once, and was like, yeah, you look good. With me, she was just constantly, constantly, from a young age, so critical of every fucking thing, unless she chose it personally herself. And just made me feel like absolute fucking trash. And just kept saying to other people that's what I was going to say before kept saying to other people like oh she has no style like she has no sense of style like imagine being like nine and your mom being like you've you've no sense of style oh she has no sense of her friends come around different family members come around and that's what she's saying to them yeah she she has no sense of style she would go as far as if I liked an outfit a lot that she bought for me okay if I liked it a lot, I would just wear it a lot because, and she, she, I don't think she ever really cut on to this, but like, if I liked the outfit a lot and I felt good in it, and she was like, I wore it the first time and obviously, you know, oh yeah, 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 it's, it looks good. Da, 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 da. And then I wore it again and she's, she would be like, oh yeah, you know, that looks good or whatever. Any little hint of approval I got from her and me feeling good in the outfit. So it was like finally a win. Like I wear it, I feel good in it. And she, you know, approves of it. I just would wear it like so often. Like it could be a pair of shorts. It could be a fucking dress. It could be whatever. Um, And if I got, if I got that approval from her like more than once and like, I was just like constantly wanting to wear that same thing. And when I say constantly, I mean, like, I don't know, like <laughs> I'd wear it one weekend and then, you know, the next time I went out, I wanted to wear it or whatever. She would go as far as you guys, like if I had something that she, that she felt that I liked and that I wore what she felt like was too frequently, she would go into my closet when I, whenever I wasn't around, take it and throw it away or give it away. She did this with like so many of my clothes. If I, if I like felt good in it and she also approved of it and she felt like I wore it too much she would like throw it away give it away so like um anything that like I did the, the hardest thing was like anything that I like 
wanted to figure out how to do. She had no, she also had no patience to teach me, but was like also overly critical of me. So an example of this would be hooking. She the, like she loved people to tell her like that she was such a good cook. This is something she prided herself on. And she wasn't a bad cook. She was a good cook, right? Um, she made some really great dishes that people loved. But she prided herself on this. And she would always be like very braggy about it. The same thing with her, you know, outfits and stuff. She'd be like, oh yeah, like I'm gonna look better than everybody. I'm gonna look better than my sisters. I'm gonna look better than all my friends. Like she was just like that. But like, and if you told her she looked good, she'd be like, I know, you know, <laughs> like, with the cooking thing, she was very similar. She's like, I make the best food. I'm the best cook. I'm this, I'm that. And, you know, people people really did enjoy her, her food. So did I. In any case, when I was like, again, like 10, 11 years old, you know, as a, as a young girl, you know, wandering into the kitchen, wanting to figure out how to make whatever food, interest, starting to become interested in that. Be was the worst. <laughs> so imagine not really knowing how to make anything crazy. Like obviously by that point, I knew how to make my own breakfast. Okay. You knew how to make eggs and you had to make whatever breakfast foods you can imagine. Like I was sufficient in that, but you know, meals, dinner, whatever, like, you know, which is expected if you're like nine, 10 years old. Okay. Um, going into that kitchen, she would, what she would do is like, imagine going in there. She would be like, okay, grab the onions. If you want to help, grab the onions, chop the onions. Okay. So I'd start chopping the onions. <laughs> and she, you know, obviously chopping the onions and shit, like you're just like, your eyes are burning, you're crying. And so I'm, I'm but it's still, I'm obviously working through that. No stranger to pain. I'm working through that and like chopping the onions up. And she's like, you're taking too long. I need, I need this to go quicker. You're taking too long. Move out of my way. I'll take this over. You, you know, go grab whatever, go grab the vegetables, you know, just peel the potatoes, right? Let's just say peel the potatoes. So I go, I'm like, okay, I go wipe off my eyes, grab the, grab the potatoes, start peeling the potatoes. And she's like, Next thing you know, she's looking over. You're not doing that correctly. Give that to me. I'll peel the rest of the potatoes. Um, you just like go over there, stir, stir it, you know, taste it, see if it's if it's good. And I taste it and I'm like, oh, I think it's good. And then she'll taste it. She'll be like, no, I think it needs, I think it needs some salt. She puts some salt. Okay, move. Just grab me, just grab me this, 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 and this. So I move. I'm grabbing her this, this, and this not that not that I didn't you know I'm not saying that I meant this it's like okay I'll get that and then she's like by that point she's like frustrated she's like okay you know what if you can't move quickly enough can't understand what I'm saying just get out of the kitchen because I need to like make this fast I don't have time to like mess around like I need to make this fast and so she just shoved me right out of the fucking kitchen so I leave the kitchen and what's worse is that she would be like you know, this is how it was, generally speaking. It was like kind of like hostile, rushy, just like get the fuck out of my way. Like you don't know what you're doing, kind of vibe. Okay. Whenever I went into that kitchen. And obviously, after a couple of times of this, I'm like, okay, I'm not interested in 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 that experience. Like, I don't want to have that experience. It just seems like not a fun place to be. So instead, I'm just gonna go focus on my other hobbies or whatever the fuck I have going on, right? And once it got to that point where I just became disinterested because she wasn't interested in teaching me anything and wasn't interested in like being any kind of patient or whatever the hell, she just acted like I was supposed to know every damn thing, even though I never cooked a dish, you know, an intricate dish at all. Um, yeah, I just, I just didn't want to, you know, go in there anymore. And so she would tell people that like, oh, she doesn't know how to cook. 
she doesn't know how to cook. She's not interested in learning how to cook. You know how she is. Like every single person who would come to the house, whether it was family, whether it was friends, whether it was a person she was talking to on the fucking film and I didn't even know who they were. This is what she would, this is the narrative that she would say about me. So it's like, you don't know how to dress and you don't know how to cook. And she just would keep those, she kept those things going like years and years. And still to this day, if you ask my mom, she'll be like, oh, she's not a cook. And she'll still, if we're in a kitchen anywhere together, she'll treat me like shit. Like it just keeps, keeps going. Which is crazy because I remember uh, my grandmother would come and visit and she was in the kitchen doing her thing. And I loved my grandmother. I loved her. I still love her. She's not with us anymore. Um, Sadly, but like, loved her so much okay and when she was in the kitchen I would go in there and we would just be talking just like chit-chatting I would chit-chat with her all the time about all different kind of things and she started to show me how to scale fish how to clean meats how to do all these different kind of things like she would just show that to me right so then I learned how to do that learn how to clean the meats which we have the it, it, we had an intricate process of how, you know, we're going to clean and prepare the meats uh, for cooking. Different seasonings, different spices, different styles, whatever. If you get it, you get it. Okay. And so after I'd learned how to do this and I could easily do it, my mom started to order me around to be like, okay, go in there. I'm going to be making XYZ meats. Go in there, get it from the freezer start to clean and prepare it and she would have that as like a class for me a chore for me or whatever and then she even instead of being like oh yeah you're you're good at that even that right she would just tell people that like yeah that's the only thing she knows how to do so I say that to say she was constantly critical of me not very helpful and with other people whether it's my sister whether it's even my brother who doesn't really know how to cook but like can cook breakfast foods and some foods and she like gives him all the compliments about like just the fact that he's a guy and he can't make something and then whether it's my older cousin whoever anyone else she was not that way too she didn't talk shit about she didn't give them a narrative of like oh this person doesn't know how to cook this person can't do this but with me, she would just like put a sticker on me of like, can't, she can't do this. She's like incapable of doing this. She just, you know, this is not something she's good at in, almost immediately. Okay. So it's like, what the fuck? And when we talk about it, even in, in my big age, when we talk about it, she almost acts like, oh, wait. she almost acts like you should have persevered through that shit, taken my criticism stuck it out and just like somehow figured it the fuck out and it's like why why did you treat me this way sometimes I really think that like she sees a lot of herself in me and there are things about her like parts of herself that she likes the least and she also just takes that out on me um in any case that's not all folks with my mom like get getting down to personality wise there was nothing about my personality that she's ever been a fan of she's labeled me so many things she's she labeled me as like an angry angry moody disrespectful selfish child she would constantly call me selfish constantly call me moody constantly call me angry constantly call me disrespectful okay and try to force me to accept these labels and, per- and she would perpetuate these labels to the rest of the family and to friends. Selfish. Selfish was a tag that I really fucking resented. And it's so funny now. And I know that if she could, she would still try to pin this tag on me, but she really can't because I've been extremely generous with her. She's manipulated me to be generous with her in a lot of ways. And I've been generous with a lot of my other family members. So they really can't. They really can't stick with that sticker. But if she could, she fucking would, okay? Um, she would say all the time that I was selfish. Mind you, 
earlier, I've described to you that like this woman was taken in strays left and fucking right. Her house was full of, of people. And that had a lot of pros and cons, okay? I was already the middle child. Just, you know, flat out, I have an older brother, younger sister. I was already the middle child. However, adding like an older cousin, you know, older female cousin, a god brother, you know, different cousins coming through, like all these kids that she would just randomly take in and family members. You just get lost in the sauce of it all, okay? And a lot of these kids, you know, demanded so much attention. Like my older cousin demanded so much attention because their parents just did not have time for them. That was the reason why they were there. They, their parents couldn't have the life, didn't want to deal with it. And my mom and dad graciously took that those kids in. So they were vying for so much attention and they fucking got it. Okay. <laughs> And, and also, her parents saying all that, saying naming some of the people that they took in, right? Kids that they took in to fully take care of. They were not particularly well off, my parents, okay? We were like middle, middle class, okay? And uh, imagine all the resources being shared. Imagine all the motherfucking resources being shared. Imagine every year, everybody has to get school supplies. Everybody has to get new school clothes. All the girls have to get their hair done. Like, like there are so many things, right? To factor in of how much money was pouring out financially of people that like were not particularly well off. Rooms were being shared. Sharing a room. <laughs> Never really had my own room growing up until I was like, I don't know, last year of high school or whatever the fuck. Um, and that was because slowly people tapered off as they got older and moved out. But other than that, never had my own room. Some of you guys probably had never had, had your own room. I could have, though, if those workers weren't there. <laughs> Maybe. But like, never had my own room, never had enough space. Didn't feel like I was liked. Didn't get really a lot of attention at all. Middle children seemed to not get a lot of attention in any case and the attention I got was generally negative okay and it was it was not easy to have I say all that to say it was not easy to have something to yourself whether it was your own time alone whether it was you know any sort of attention or whether it was anything material everything fucking had to be shared and I struggled really to find my own identity in a space like that, that was so chaotic and crazy. And so what she called selfish was really like, let's say for instance, and I'll give you guys an example. One of my favorite things still to this day was like sandwiches. I like sandwiches of any kind, regular homemade sandwiches on two, you know, slices of bread, uh, fucking you know, uh, a sub was a splurge, whether it was like from Subway or whatever, when that was like the hottest new thing, a uh, hoagie, whatever it was, like any kind of sub sandwich, you name it, I loved it. That was my, one, like my favorite food basically was subs. Everybody knew it. Everybody in my fucking house knew that, right? And they all had their own favorite foods and whatever. If I got a sub, if somebody like got that for me, like, oh yeah, you know, like here's your sub. Everything I fucking got had to be shared. My brother, which we'll talk about in a little bit, or my cousins or whoever, like they would, you know, kids are assholes. Okay. They're assholes. So let's say they, you know, oh, I got, I got a sub that somebody bought for me. Um, They would cry and complain and yell and whatever and they'd be like hey she can't have that all to herself like at least split it in half and then they make me split it in half and so we split it in half like let's say if it was like a full like five foot long sub split it in half we'll split it in half and you know people get their their share and then um my brothers or whoever 
would be fucking jerks and would like try to stick their hands in it or lick it like my my piece and like piss me off about it like oh you know now I can now I can have it or whatever and I would get so pissed that they, when they would do this because I just would feel so defeated of like I can't have anything to myself that I would literally it's, it's kind of crazy but I would literally throw it away like I would throw the rest of the sub away and just be like you know what skip like I don't even I don't even want to interest this anymore like I'm just so upset like I don't even care anymore and I would just fuck off to my room or like if I had um I love to read I was such a bookworm and you know that was like my thing love to read everybody else was mainly tv addicts okay um any like whatever if my sister wanted to play with my books or or some shit we'll talk about her later too but if she wanted to play with my books or something like that I just didn't want her to because she was five years younger than me at the time and she would just fucking go in there and like rip out the pages and color in them or you know like whatever it was small little things that I had I didn't want to particularly share them because most of the time when somebody wanted something from me they were just kind of being assholes which kids can be assholes like it is what it is and I just the rare thing that I got to myself I just wanted it to myself and I was like labeled as selfish for that when in all reality I'm a generous motherfucker and I'll you know talk a little bit about that maybe later too but I I could be very generous I just don't get down with like you trying to literally take a piece out of my pie just because you can you know they didn't see that they just she just they automatically were like or my mom especially was like automatically labeled me as selfish and that just became you know they just give you this label and that just became who you were it doesn't matter how much you try to defend yourself against it she'd just be like she's she's selfish and she'd just repeat that label until it stuck and until everybody just viewed me as completely selfish I'm a selfish person um and there were so many other negative negative stickers that she put on me and it seemed like there was nothing about my personality that she she liked and it, it didn't get better as I got older it got worse it got worse and she just there was never a time where she was like oh you know I really like this about you I really like that about you or tried to build me up or anything no no she always had something negative to say and when something was positive it was more so about her like for instance I said I was a bookworm love to read she liked to brag about this to her friends because it was a you know oh my daughter loves to read because it makes it sound like you have an intelligent child you know what I mean so this was something that she would brag about to her friends so you know when it came to who I was at my core there was nothing about that that she ever showed any interest in or liked. She would constantly compare me to who the fuck ever, especially to my older cousin who lived there, which you can imagine the kind of complex that created. Um, and it just made me uncomfortable and more uncomfortable in my own skin because I just didn't feel like I measured up and was good enough. And the moodiness too, which is another label that I got, moodiness <laughs> was like, I felt so defeated by that label because it made it seem as if like my moods changed for no reason. Like a moody person, it just doesn't really fucking matter. Like, you know, one minute you could see them like happy and shit and the next they're like brooding. And it's really for no particular reason other than that, not being their personality. And I tried so hard to defend myself against that because it was like, that's not what's happening. I could be sitting happy and smiling and everything was going great. And then somebody fucking kicks me quite literally or does something or says something mean to me. And then I'm in a bad fucking mood. And it's not because I'm moody. It's because somebody was just an asshole to me, which is like a normal reaction. But like they would just call me moody, moody, moody. They also like she would call me a loner like that was another label that stuck on me like oh you're alone and and wasn't even a fucking loner I liked having friends 
constantly surrounded by people, like whatever. But that was the key thing. Like, and I have a pretty outgoing personality, actually. And you would have thought that like, I, you know, the way that they talk about me and still talk, talk about me that I would be like an introverted person, which I'm absolutely fucking not an introverted person really at all. And <laughs> even when I took my Myers-Briggs and whatever you want to call it, like I'm an extroverted person. I can flex it in, in different ways, but like I'm primarily extroverted more than introverted. However, I was constantly called a loner. And the reason why I was called a loner was because I I would go to my room and want to spend time to myself. But that was because I was literally fucking overstimulated. One, because there was too many people in this house, right? Every corner you go, there's somebody and they're all annoying as fuck. And I'm not saying I wasn't annoying, but like they're annoying as fuck because kids just are. There was varying ages, whether it was like older teenager to all the way to like, you know, um, elementary school aged people in the house, all varying ages, all excitable, different energies, all like wanting different things, kind of being an asshole. I didn't have my own room. I didn't have my own space. There was nowhere to go in the house where you got your time. And two, I was constantly getting in trouble. I was always in trouble. Like every other second, there's something that I was doing wrong. It was perceived by my parents as doing something wrong. And I was constantly like, you should do it, you didn't do it. And so it was just like, you're constantly getting in trouble. And how I tried to avoid being in trouble, which like, even just talking about that gives me anxiety because my parents were no, no stranger. And I know a lot of parents weren't, but like no stranger to corporal punishment. So like you would get your ass beat, okay? getting in trouble there was there was a time where when I was in elementary school that I like literally quote-unquote got in trouble every single day um and I just felt like I couldn't there was never gonna be a time where I didn't get in trouble for something um so the way I wanted to kind of stay out of the way and just like right try to regulate my emotions was to go into my room and try to like keep my siblings out of there whenever I could and spend some time by myself to try to regulate these big fucking emotions I was having and because of that I was a loner so she just labeled me so many different things and told everybody about it and tried to convince them all that I was this type of person even trying to convince me constantly that this is who you are this is who you are and didn't really seem to like anything about me, but it just really, really fucked with me and did a number on me. And to further my point, before I move on from my mom, when I was like, I think I might've asked the same question when I was 16, but I definitely know for a fact that I asked it when I was like in my early 20s. I asked my mom, if, if I was your age, like, or if you're the same age as me, or if I was the same age as you, you know, whatever, and we went to school together or whatever, would you be my friend? Like, do you think you'd be my friend? And I asked her this question because I, I genuinely wanted to know A, but I also just felt like she didn't like me as a person. So I think that's where me asking the question even came from. Like, would you have me as a friend, you know? And she was like, no. She straight up, no pause, was like, Absolutely not. No, you're not my kind of person. Sorry, we're going to have you as a friend, which is fine, I guess. But like, damn, you know, <laughs> fuck. And then I tried to like measure the results against like another question. And I was like, well, what about my sister? My little sister, um, who she always seemed to approve of more than she approved of me. And um, I was like, what about her? Like, would you be friends with her? And I think like genuinely in that moment, having that question come so closely after what I asked her, I think, you know, she in her conscience maybe might, would have felt bad to just be like, yes. So she said, uh, me. And I know she said maybe, I think because she didn't want to just be like, 
yes and seem like a fucking bitch <laughs> but she's like oh yeah maybe yeah and you can just imagine like you know it just it didn't feel good it never felt good she always she just didn't like me as a person and even in my adulthood to really wrap this shit up in my adulthood very recently yes I you know the things that my mom compliments me on is never about anything about my personality. It's just about what I can do for her. Carry it in a story. My mom went through a lot of rough times. Well, suffice it to say, she went through a lot of rough times financially. I was working. I was very generous with her. Anything she needed, I would like hook her up and stuff like that. Send her money, all these different things. She really appreciated that. And that is what she talks about the most. Of like... Oh, she she's so great. She like, you know, does this for me and does that for me, does this for me. If you ask my mom what she really likes about me, she'll be like, oh, she is like, she does this, she does that, she does this, she does that. She listens when I say something and she like does this, 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 or that. Because I did have a complex about trying to be obedient to my mom so that she would like me better. And obviously that was fine fucking dumb a waste of time okay um but yeah anything personally about me as a person no she doesn't like that she doesn't like me as a person moving on to my brother i don't like him as a person let me just start there i don't like him as a person because he did a lot of foul fucking shit like very foul shit to me um beyond what you guys can probably imagine growing up and just isn't a great person to me overall so let's just start there however no he didn't like he doesn't like me as a person when I was growing up my brother set me up so much to get in trouble uh that I didn't even realize till years later he's stolen from me he's said and done foul shit to me he just it, it was not good and every like this is one example from my youth is like to explain what what that is like he he is and he was and is very jealous of me he doesn't want anything really good for me if it means that like he, he has to feel like I've progressed in life farther than him. And that is like so real. That's no ego. Like this is, let me tell you why. Or let me tell you how I know. I, thank God, like graduated high school, got into a college. And I remember the day that I got to this college and I got my acceptance letter. My brother came around and like he brought his, his then girlfriend now wife with him and stuff like that and instead of being happy for me in that moment like give me my moment for like my parents to be happy or whatever the fuck just a little bit instead he came and he started talking shit about me and like in front of my in front of my parents and in front of everyone and made it into this big argument and like to completely overshadow like my accomplishment and like got me so angry that I started to cry and then left all because of course like he had never managed to accomplish anything like that by his own choice because when he was a teenager he decided at some point that like you know he wasn't going to go to school and my dad used to like knock at the door like knock on his door and be like get it up you're going to school and he'd be like no and my dad used to have to call the cops on him to try to get him to go to school and then he got to the point where he was so rebellious hanging out with the wrong crowd and shit like that that he would constantly get into fights constantly do fucked up shit not go to school whatever the fuck to the point where he obviously got kicked out of school along with some of his friends and like was perfectly fine with that and did all this kind of like fucked up shit and that was where he was at at that point he like had moved out after he cussed my mom, he moved out with it to his girlfriend's um, house who, you know, 
just was living she was living very fucked up too a fucked up life trailer park kind of life um and like he was just selling drugs out of her of her dad's house hello like you didn't accomplish that because you didn't want to but just the fact that like he just felt away he wanted to diminish like my moment but that was not one, a one-time thing that was a trend and even so much so that in in our adulthood now recently like a year ago I was over his house because it was like my mom's birthday or holiday or something and we're all there together and I'm up with my mom and he comes and he's you know talking and he had had quite a few drinks just drinking quite a bit so he was like drunk or whatever and he's talking and he's like talking about me you know something about me and he was saying like oh I'm I'm very you know I'm very jealous of you like I'm jealous of like you know all these things that you're able to do da 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 and then he's like um you know I think I asked him something about like oh you can't be I mean those are things you could do too like you know in your own way and then like you can't or and I had he said he had said something that made me say like oh you can't even be happy for me and he's like no like no I don't want you to be doing better than me like you know and like straight up said that to me in my face like that he was jealous and didn't didn't like want me to accomplish what it was that I wanted to accomplish didn't want to feel like I was doing better than him and it was shocking and I remember like when he went upstairs looking at my mom afterwards and she's like what the fuck like wow because this was something that I knew over the years like you just when somebody acts like that all the time with you like you know this you know this information you know that they don't want good things for you if 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 it makes them feel like less of a person for whatever reason like you know, you know that. But at the same time, like just to have the person say it to your face was like point blank confirmation was crazy. So it's like, oh, you're a certified hater. Like you've been a hater my whole life. Cause even when he was like, I've always been jealous of you, it's like, fuck, like what the fuck, you know? And I'm telling you guys, I'm not gonna get into every gritty needed gritty detail, but he set me up so many times. And like, I don't know, just I don't know. But yeah, just to know that like he he he's like a hater in my life, like literally a hater, like anything that you know I would accomplish, like he wouldn't be happy for me and just would be a hater about it and talk shit, which he does, um, is crazy to me. But yeah, my brother doesn't like me as a person. He's literally one of my haters. Fucking nuts. Um and then last but certainly not least, my sister. My sister does not like me as a person. She probably has her reasons because we had a lot of ups and downs growing up. We had a five-year age gap. Everything that I talked about earlier with my parents, there was a lot of layers to that that just made me really just hate my life. And there were so many things with my sister that like made me not have the patience other than being five. Like, you know, imagine when you're 10 and your sister's five, like you just don't have um, the patience to deal with like the younger sibling when you guys are not at the same level. Like, you know, we're not trying to play the same games. We're not trying to, we're just not at the same level mentally. I just didn't have that patience at those ages. And I think that's a very common thing. So I just a lot of times wanted her to leave me alone, especially because the like the whole notion of playing with her felt very forced by my parents to be like, you have to play with your sister. You have to, you have to do this. So they actually made it like more of a chore when it just made like it just sounded un, un, so unappealing to me, especially because she also was very like much so a crybaby. She would cry about everything. She was the youngest one. So she always got like extra love, extra attention. And you know how it is. Like, they really baby the youngest one. Like, everything that they do is correct. And it was very much like that in my household. And since she was a crybaby, so imagine you could, you could be playing with her and you'd be like, oh, no, 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 I don't want, like, please don't touch that. 
and she starts crying. And the next thing you know, I'm in trouble. What did you do? You, you're so, you know, uh, what did you do to your sister? And she's like wailing. And so it's like, this is somebody I just want to stay the fuck away from. And I just don't want anything to do with. I'm like, this just gets on my nerves. And there was other layers to that too, that I'll absolutely take accountability for just like being happy, you know, just wanting to be left alone uh, by her. Um, But as we got older and as, you know, as that just definitely does happen, like when I wouldn't say like when she was in middle school and I was in high school, for example, like I had a little bit more patience as time went on because you get older, you get more mature. So you're able to deal better because I'm not also a kid while she's a kid I'm like we're we're starting to get different different phases you know um and as the house also thinned out like I think we got to a place where like we were having a much better relationship but you know I think like when I was in my early 20s and she was in high school was also when things started to derail again and almost in a way that I didn't notice because I was working at that time. I didn't really have too many responsibilities for a little bit. And anyways, point being, when I was doing really well, I was treating my sister extremely well because I had gotten to a place of like wanting to be the person that I wish I had. You know, I really wish I had somebody that was like, would spend money on me and would make me happy and like take me places and be like this great big sister. And I really wanted to be that person and prided myself on that and like, it just felt like my mission that I wanted to do and that would make me happy. And it did at the time. And basically like I would take her to go get her nails done, go get her hair done, like pay for field trips, like just fully support her hundred percent and like just fund a lot of fun things for her and take her places and just enjoy her as a person and enjoy hanging out with her. Um, Fully did that. And I think somehow where again, like I am saying, like I didn't notice it till after, but I think somehow it got to this toxic place that I didn't realize of like her viewing me as like the bank. I didn't realize that like my mom in, in a kind of way, she viewed, she liked me for what I did for her. I didn't realize that like, that was the, that was what was going on there. That she just liked me because I I would I could do this stuff for her, right? And I say that because the minute that I couldn't do that stuff for her, because you know I went through my own, as we all do in our twenties, like my own personal ups and downs, and like you know downs financially and you know fucked up places in my life. And the minute I couldn't be that person that was like hooking her up and doing those things for her, was the same time where she was just like complete an utter asshole to me and just like kind of balled me up and threw me in the trash of her life and just didn't want anything to do with me and then when she needed something again which was like after her college years <laughs> she's trying to get on her feet in her own 20s and shit it was when she would talk to me again and yeah dude like she I just it took me a very long time to notice this pattern because I just wanted to have that you know sisterly relationship so bad and I just wanted it, us to be close and like it to be just nice you know um because I felt like she wasn't a person that like really did anything particularly foul to me you know <laughs> um growing up or anything like that I don't know it's just like it felt like it could be she could be a person that I could be close to and we could emotionally support each other in, you know, the sense and like be good sisters to each other. Okay. So I just really, really wanted that. Um, so I didn't notice, but like the the pattern of like, if you could, if you can help me, if you can hook me up, like I will talk to you. I'm your friend right now. Like it's all dead. If you can't, if you can't do anything for me, or if I could just like do it for myself and like I don't need you then I literally don't want anything to do with you and that is how a relationship is now pick up the phone to call me unless like you know she needed something from me and if I'm doing poorly it's like whatever bitch you know what I'm saying like it's just 
there's not that there's no friendship and you can obviously very much choose to be your friend to your siblings like when you're older you're not forced to hang out you're not trapped in the same house together so it's really your choice if you want to be their friend and a lot of my attempts at friendship was just unreciprocated and like I don't know I just feel um you know evaluating the whole thing that it's like damn you know like you just really don't fuck with me as a person um and yeah just I'm not her kind of a person which is you know again her prerogative but like she doesn't like me as a person period in a story um so that's my entire family they don't like they don't like me as a person and like for a long time the labels that were placed on me my capabilities like I've really doubted my capabilities I put all my self-worth into what I could provide for other people and even for myself in a way but like mainly for other people and if I didn't I still struggle with this if I can't get something right on the first or maybe even second try I just quit I struggle with like discipline and in, in, in that way. And I just really berate myself over mistakes. And I have a lot of anxiety. And so many times I still feel like I'm going to get in trouble about XYZ with my big age. Um, it sucks. But all that to say, not that there's no lingering effects, but all that to say is over time, you know, those effects started to wane and opened way to like so many things that, you know, maybe they don't get to enjoy about me, but that I really enjoy about myself. And I really like about myself and I know who I am. I know that like, you know, I've took my way through dozens of cookbooks. I've cooked for over 40 people. I've won cooking contests. Like, (laughs) popped it all okay I have an amazing fashion sense um I know what I like I am such a big dreamer I'm so creative I'm so like fun to hang around I'm really really funny (laughs) um I'm a supportive friend I don't judge people I really think about consciously like what I say um so that I'm not like hurtful abrasive person very empathetic like there's so many things about myself that I really really fucking like and I really enjoy and it's not to that's not to say that I never have times where obviously I hate myself because if you go back and listen to some episodes you'd be like damn like there's a lot of things I really enjoy about myself that like and there's a lot of these labels that are just that that were just completely untrue at the time and I'm still completely untrue now. And then I've just kind of let go of and let them kind of float off into the atmosphere. And now just, just really accepting and embracing those things means that like, you know, with my mom, I don't really, I used to like send her money and all these kind of things to help her out. But also too, it really made me feel good to hear her say, you know, I so appreciate you. I'm so glad you're my daughter. Oh, you're just my great, great child and stuff like that. <laughs> there was there was that, you know, aspect to it. That was really why I was mainly doing it. And I just stopped doing that. Cause I'm like, look, you know, if you need something, if there's an emergency, like I'll, I'll be the first person to hook you up. But like, other than that, I'm trying to save, I'm trying to like buy my house. And I didn't say that to her necessarily, but to myself and I don't look for that validation anymore. And I set that boundary. And ever since then, dude, like I, um, I I don't hear from her as much, one, and for two, like, I don't get those compliments, certainly not anymore, and I don't um get any compliments about who I am, because there's so much in me that she just doesn't really know or appreciate, um, and the same thing all the way down the line, like, I don't have any relationship with my dad, so that point is moot, but, like, I don't, I used to like, even though my sister wouldn't like pick up the phone ever, <laughs> reach out to me. I used to re- try to reach out to her either, either or. Now I don't. Um, 
And with my brother, I just fucking, as always, like stay away from the guy as much as possible. And like, I don't really tell him about anything important to me in my life because I don't need those bad vibes wishing that I fail. So I just accepted and embraced all these things. And I think that's why it's a good time to kind of do this podcast and talk about it. And, you know, maybe there's one or two of you out there that like can relate and feel really unliked as a person, like as a person by your family and just like, you know, they just don't like your personality or even don't even take the time to get to know who you are. Uh, And they try to typecast you and they try to, you know, family is weird because they really try to like have you stick to the script and they don't really like change and they don't really like to accept that like maybe you're different than what they expected or what they think that you were or even what you maybe once were um but I I just can't live in those kind of confines and yeah dude it's just I just have I it as much as it kind of sucks I've just kind of released that like need to to be liked in that way by people who've known me the longest and the and and maybe the most intimately in terms of like you know seeing you grow up and stuff and it is what it is man so if you can relate to that I'm here to tell you that like it's healthy to get to a space I hope you get to a space where you can like feel like me and start to like just look at yourself as the individual aside from like what people have said about you and start to really like the amazing things about yourself and let go of that need to like try to people please with your actual family and try to convince them that you're a great fun person to know and to have a, a better relationship with um that's all I have to say we've been at it for a while I will be um my goal is to post an episode every Monday for the rest of the rest of the month um and that's very easy because there's only one Monday left which is the 26th. So look out for that episode. Um, go to sdanxious.com if you want to interact uh, or email me at localneighborhoodbaby at gmail.com. If you're listening on Spotify, you can also interact by answering a little question we have on the episode. Share this with your friends and I hope you get something out of it. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it, you guys. I love you. I I'm wishing you a day, month, week, year free of stress, depression, and anxiety. Until next time. Bye. Thanks.